This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Well, we have talked about my most recent dog, Beans, so let's now talk about my older dog, Oz. Oz is an Australian cattle dog and very true to the breed. Herding, working, and protecting are definitely his traits, but there are some very distinct things about Oz I have discussed in the past, and well, I'll probably bring them back up again today. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's breed so you may better understand why he does the crazy things that he does. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviors to the healer, and just like you, the listener, a dog lover. Yes, I said healer. The Australian cattle dog is also commonly known as a healer, specifically and more commonly as the blue healer. My version, Oz, is a red healer. I'm sure as I progress through today's show, I'll remember some specific short stories about Oz, and I will be sure to pause to tell them. He has been a very huge part of my life since he was three years old, and guess what? He's going to be 15 this October. I have worked with and trained many, many of these dogs in the 20 plus years I have been training, and I've always loved this breed of dog. There are some concerns and problems I have to talk about as well, and we were heard right into that topic right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. The AKC officially recognized this breed of dog in 1980, ranked number 65, and they are in the herding group. 
Apparently in Australia, where the healer originated, the cattle were just too unruly for most European dogs and the American dogs as well. And so in the mid-1800s, a gentleman mixed a Merle smooth coat collie with a dingo. This mix was to get the ruggedness of the collie along with the quiet nature of the dingo. Those wild cows only got more unruly when the dogs barked. So they needed a dog with a herding instinct and to be quiet. Like I said before, this breed comes in two colors, blue merle and red merle, and are called that color of healer accordingly, blue and red healer. They are commonly 35 to 50 pounds and from 17 to 20 inches tall at the withers or the shoulder blades. Typically, they live 10 to 14 years old, and as I told you, Oz will be 15 this year, and he can still jump into the car. There are a few medical concerns, according to the book. One of them was OCD, which I thought was very funny because that is definitely typical of Oz, Um, but I don't know that he has any behavior-related issues or medical-related issues to that. Um, And I haven't really seen any of the others with the dogs that I've worked with in the past. Uh, Grooming, on the other hand, is a major, major requirement. The book actually ranked them a two out of five for grooming, and yet the Australian cattle dog has a double coat, and it will blow its coat twice a year, once in the fall and then again in the spring. So you better have a good brush on hand and make sure you get that dog used to being brushed at a very, very early young age. They will shed all year long, and my Swiffer can attest to how much they shed. My book, The Encyclopedia of Dog Breeds, describes this dog as smart, hardy, independent, stubborn, tenacious, energetic, and untiring. Many very redundant traits if you ask me, but for the most part, accurate. I definitely consider this dog a very smart breed of dog, and this does not make it a dog that is easier to train at all. As a matter of fact, they had him five out of five for trainability. And I would say that if you don't know what you're doing and you're doing the training, you're going to have a very, very tough time with this dog. So it is a dog that it can be trained. And once you do the work, they will definitely be able to um, buy into the training and really will do that. Um, Once you give this dog a job, and you learn how to work through many of the dog's temperaments, they are actually almost very limitless in what they can learn and what they will do. Even though I have never trained Oz to do any trials or competitions, I know that if I had gotten him at an earlier age, of course, he was three when I got him, um, he would have done very well if I had done competitions or trials with him. He is loyal and always wants to be with me. I know this because a few times in his life when he did get away, once while chasing some deer into the woods and once while he actually chased a raccoon, um, he always came back. 
he always either came back to where he started from, or if he heard my voice, he would come back to me. So there are a lot of times that I would take him out of the wood, out in the woods. It would just be us, and I would unleash him. And yes, sometimes he'd run off, but he always came back. I actually lost him that time with a deer for about six hours. And uh, the funny story is, is that I had to leave and come back. And I went around to where I had gone into the woods and started yelling for him. And then I drove around to another part and started um, yelling again. When I came back, um, he had come out of the woods and was sitting at the door of a little market, little Mapco market that was down the way. And they said he had been there for an hour. And that's how long it had been since I yelled for him the first time. So I knew he had come back to that spot and he had heard me and um, stuck around. And of course, she said three people have left their number saying if nobody comes pick him up that they wanted this dog. So that's how amazing he was. He kept going into the market and she would shoo him out. And he'd go just wait there at the door. So when he saw me, got very excited and ran all the way into the car and jumped up in my lap. And and we have been, uh, well, at that point, I actually made sure I got him a name tag and, and everything at that point because he didn't have one at that time. If you want this breed of dog, you better be ready for a challenge. My biggest challenge with Oz is the ability to pick out the weakness of a person or a dog, and he takes advantage of it. At first, I just thought that he was aggressive to all dogs, but later on, I found out that he really just wants a dog to be very confident and active if they're going to be a part of his pack. So a dog that will um, pounce on him like, uh, like Beans does or whatever, he really does love that and is okay with that. A dog that's very submissive, he tends to be... can be aggressive to and um, will not accept them as part of his group or his pack. Um, He loves people. And I've seen a few that don't love people. They can be very protective of their owners um, if they're not shown otherwise how to behave. I don't feel that they have to be over-socialized. This is not one of those that really needs to be socialized. They are a very social dog. um, And with some of the quirks that I've come across, it's usually just because they weren't trained or the owner didn't realize that they were reinforcing some of these protective um, and hurting type of behaviors. One of my favorite stories, and also I consider one of my biggest accomplishments in training, was with a blue healer mix, and his name was Jax. His owner came to me and he asked if I could help him or he actually called me. So I said, if you'll meet me out at the park, we'll talk. And he said that his dog had already been trained. So at this point, I didn't have any kind of program for dogs that had already been trained. I was just working with dogs to teach the owner how to train them as well as work on the behaviors. So I met this guy. Within the first day, I could not get within 20 feet of them and the dog just wanted to kill me. So Jax would be at the end of the leash and just lunging at me and barking would not even let me get near his owner, um, especially if the wife was around. So being about 20 feet away, he finally gets the dog calm enough that I can talk to him. I said, you know, Pat, what do you want to do with this dog? And he pointed up to an off-leash park that was up the hill in the park that we were at. And he said, I want to be able to take my dog into that off-leash park. Well, Jax was four years old at the time, so he had gone through basic training, and I made Jack show or Pat show me all his training, but he had not um, 
he he had not known how to use this training to work on the behaviors. Literally took us four years, and we were able, it was less than four years before we were able to go into the park, but we literally were able to go into the park off the leash with Jax and allow him to roam around and be on his own. And he did very amazing, almost four years to the day. And I remember that day. And when we were up there and um, it was probably the third or fourth time that we'd gone up there and Pat looked at me and he said, you and I have nothing else to do. You've done a great job in helping me through this process. And I have accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And Jax was just that, um, where he would try to attack people that came into their yard. He never even left their yard. Um, He had neighbors with kids that would come into the yard. Jax was very acceptable to the people that came and went through their property. Um, Jax was very acceptable to other dogs. We actually called him the referee because if other dogs would start to be too rough or fight, he would actually do the separation. behavior and he'd run right through the middle of them. And so it was really interesting. Um, And I learned a lot through this process because um, at first, the way I was trained, I was very heavy handed. I almost feel that the healer is a dog that sometimes needs to take a little more heavy handed approach than some other dogs. Now, when I mean heavy handed, I'm not talking about being cruel or overcorrecting to the point that you're hurting your dog or hurting um, yourself or anyone else. Uh, I'm just talking about that this is a dog that needs a little more correction than, um, well, definitely my beans. I can basically look at her funny and she's running under the bed. So um, she's she doesn't need that overcorrection or that, um, that uh, more stern, more structured uh, way of training. Now, unfortunately for me, I, that's the way I was taught. So yes, we were that way a little bit more. Uh, but once we started really learning how to respond to Jax and the way that he was making really good choices and doing some really good things, we got to see a lot of um, really uh, beneficial things from him and how he learned to accept other people and other dogs and didn't feel like he had to protect his owner. I love that story. Like I said, it took four years. And from that point on, I always said, however old your dog is, how that's how long it's going to take to fix a behavior. If there's a behavior you need to fix. And that's one of the reasons that I said that because of uh, Jax. He was four years old and he was eight years old when we had him in the, in the off-leash park. So that brings me to the why you should or why you should not have this dog. And for the Australian cattle dog, why you should not have this dog is if you're not willing to put up with some of the testing of the boundaries, um, whether you train or you don't train, they are definitely going to test your boundaries. More if you don't train, of course. Um, This dog also sheds so bad that I really should swiffer my place on a daily basis, but I've kind of got used to all those little hair tumbleweeds in my house. (laughs) My uh, girlfriend doesn't like it very much, but hey. I do it right before she comes over sometimes. This dog is very independent, and I have had owners tell me that their dog just did not care about what they did and that that dog was going to do it the way they wanted to. Whatever, you know, the healer is a very independent breed, and sometimes that is the case. But I'm going to tell you, it's really not true about the healer. They do care. They do care about you, and they do love the rules. The more consistent you are about the structure in your pack, and you are the better you are, 
at keeping those rules. This dog is actually the dog for you and why you should own an Australian cattle dog. It is a very, very loyal dog. They are very adapt. They are not as adaptable. I almost said they're very adaptable. That's not true. They're not as as adaptable to many um, environments just because of their um, energetic ways. And um, especially young, they're very energetic. Uh, but they will learn to accept what you accept. And if you have to go into an environment that's not so great for them, um, if you're willing to adapt to it, they definitely are going to be a part of your family and a part of your life. So they are very good at that. Now, they are good with dogs and with people um, if you do introduce them and get them around uh, at a very early age. Um you know, I've actually, you know, Oz, even though he's not really great with other dogs, he's so, so great with people. I actually saw a, or one of my friends, their four-year-old was here, and the four-year-old, she pulled a bone straight out of Oz's mouth and had zero reaction from him at all. And I told her, put it back in, and she grabbed it and stuck it back in his mouth, and he just went back to chewing it. So... These dogs are very acceptable. Um, they can be very acceptable, very playful with other dogs, very fun to be around. Unfortunately, with Oz, he, it was um, reinforced early, early on in his life, um, and he wasn't really acceptable. So with that, in summary, today we talked about the specific breed, the Australian cattle dog, mainly the red healer, because that's what Oz is, but there is real no difference between or of traits between the blue or the red. You discovered that this is a fun and loyal breed to own if you are willing to create the structure and, and abide by the rules. You also heard some great stories of my dog Oz and another dog named Jax. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog.